Unpopular but critical. That was the Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe's defence of nine consecutive interest rate rises since May during a Senate estimates grilling today. If we don't get on top of this, the pain will be worse. It's not a nice message, but that's the reality we face and we have to face into that reality. Yeah, those monthly rate increases have seen annual repayments on a $600,000 mortgage rise, $13,500. And a warning, there will be more pain ahead. Dr Lowe answered calls for his term as governor to be terminated by saying he intends to see it out. And today he found some support from Commonwealth Bank CEO Matt Common. I do think the governor is, as any governor is in a central bank around the world at the moment, in a difficult position. Uh, Inflation is higher than we would like. And of course, increasing interest rates are unpopular and we can understand that they're a source of concern and worry for our customers. Well, Chris Richardson is an independent economist. Welcome back to RN Drive, Chris. Let's just ask, let me just ask straight up, this is a tough job being the RBA boss. What did you make of his performance in Senate estimates today? Uh, look, it is an absolutely shocking job, Andy, and it's been a, a, a shocking job even in normal circumstances, lest we forget uh, Phil Lowe was in the hot seat uh, as Australia went through COVID. And, and like all leaders uh, during that period, it was a pretty horrendous uh, time. So, uh, and and uh, indeed, um, you know, when you're raising interest rates, uh, everybody hates your guts. The governor today laid out the bad news uh, that, however, there is still more to come. Uh, via higher interest rates. Yeah, when you think about it, it's rather convenient for the Treasurer that uh, Philip Lowe seems to have a dartboard on his back whilst, of course, uh, as Treasurer, Jim Chalmers is also overseeing these successive rate rises. The RBA and the Governor in particular has been criticised for its messaging. Dr Lowe previously suggesting interest rates could remain at a record low of 0.1% until next year, 2024. Uh, That was just one of a number of uh, sort of so-called errors that the Green Senator Nick McKim sought to highlight today. He accepted the criticism, but also reminded estimates that these difficult decisions are made by the nine-person board, not just him alone. Is he right to make that point? Uh, look, he is, but there's there's two things, if you like. One is around Reserve Bank forecasting, uh, and uh, it was very difficult through COVID. It was made more difficult still when, when Vladimir Putin sent tanks into Ukraine, uh, and that was, if, if you like, the tipping point that sent uh, inflation much higher. Um, I guess in, in many ways my bigger problem, though, uh, is with Reserve Bank messaging. Um, you know, because they have changed their views so much uh, on where inflation is headed and what they need to do with interest rates, and they changed it again last week. It is incredibly important to explain that carefully uh, to Australian families, Australian businesses, and you know, the people affected. Uh, and, and therefore, I would have to say it wasn't a good look that there was that private briefing uh, last Friday ahead of the public briefing to the nation today. Uh, yeah, and on that, he uh, Philip Lowe says he won't give those briefings ahead of public briefings again. He says he's listened to different uh, feedback and uh, well, stakeholder management on that issue. Uh, let, let us get to the substance here. Um, among the responses we heard of the risk inflation could stay high, the Treasurer says he's of the view it's, it peaked in December. What does the data tell us? 
Um, the most recent thing we know uh, is that inflation in Australia is uh, still very high. And a bit like a forest fire, it has spread. It's popped up in new areas. Uh, and that is part of what's worrying uh, the Reserve Bank, that the, you know, they clearly think that the task of fighting inflation back down again uh, is harder than they, they expected even as recently as uh, a month ago. And that, in many ways, um, is is the challenge. I would absolutely agree with the Reserve Bank that uh, inflation has peaked, but that's not the key test. You know, the, the Reserve Bank basically promises Australians to, on average, have an inflation rate over time of 2 to 3%. Uh, and they do not expect uh, today's very high rate to get back down to that 3%, uh, you know, the top of where they're comfortable until 2025. Now, I'm quite hopeful it'll happen before then, but that's their view. That's their professional view. And in that uh, world, they keep uh, interest rates not merely moving them up higher in the near term, but keep them high for quite a while. Dr Lowe suggested persistent inflation could be corrosive to the economy and, and worsen inequality and, and sort of make planning harder for businesses. He says there's a narrow path to avoid that. H- how narrow are we talking, Chris? Uh, it is narrow and it's narrowed further uh, in, in recent weeks. That phrase, you know, and the Reserve Bank's been using it for a while and, and um, the international organisation, the OECD, uh, used it with respect to Australia as well. We do have a narrow path, and and I don't think Australians have caught up with the the news of the last handful of weeks. It's not just as I mentioned that the last inflation data suggested uh, inflation may be more of a problem, uh, popping up in more places and and potentially uh, staying around for longer. But we are now starting to get some information. Uh, suggesting the Australian economy is slowing. Not a lot yet, but Australians are pulling back the shops. Uh, Or in other words, this is a year in which uh, the expectation is both inflation uh, will go down, but also economic growth will go down. So far, the hard data seems to be telling us more about an economic slowdown than it does about an inflation slowdown. Of course, the markets are predicting a further three interest rate rises. Uh, some wit on the uh, text line is keen to point out, of course, uh, it is the bank's who profit from those rate rises. The governor says he doesn't know just yet how far they're going to have to go. Do you believe there'll be another three rate rises yourself? Um, I'd I'd be pretty sure at this stage uh, that the Reserve Bank is going to do another two. Uh, You know, if you read the tea leaves around what they're saying, you would expect another rate rise uh, at their next meeting, just a handful of weeks away, and a further rate rise at the one after that. Uh, Or in other words, that baseball bat uh, is, is still being swung. Uh, and and there's a lot of pain. Um, Markets uh, initially thought uh, another two after the Reserve Bank started talking tougher last week. After, you know, it may be coincidence, um, but after that private briefing on on Friday, markets seem increasingly of the view that we're talking another three rate rises. Either way, uh, you know, because we know it takes time from the pain 
uh, from rate rises to work its way through the economy 12 months or so, uh, that does say things are going to get worse before they get better. It's quarter past five on RN Drive. Economist Chris Richardson is here. We're talking about the RBA Governor's Senate Estimates appearance uh, today. It was an entertaining three hours. I think he's going to come back for another three hours on Friday. But Chris, the focus today was on monetary policy. Is there more the government could be doing to address inflation in your view? Um, yes, there is, uh, but I, I'm not sure they're going to do it. Um, for example, think of the, the dollars. If you're sitting around the cabinet table and somebody says, well, you know, the, this Reserve Bank stuff is killing us, can we, um, you know, do something to, to see them uh, take at least one of those rate rises off the table, a quarter of a percent off the table? Uh, well, the economists are going to tell them, um, all right, you can use the budget to take about $6 billion out of the economy in the next 12 months, and, and that would do the trick. Um, but that's really nasty policy. You know, you can maybe delay infrastructure or cancel it. You can sack some public servants, but that's not what the government, you know, it said it's going to do. You, you can raise taxes. You can cut benefits. You can do a whole bunch of ugly things. Uh, my guess is regardless of the economics, the sheer politics would mean uh, that the government is not uh, going to head down that path. Not to be tabloid, but obviously the questions over Dr Lowe's tenure remain. Uh, how likely is it, in your view, that his term will be extended? He said today in estimates that he intends to fulfil his current term. Uh, Andy, you you made that point earlier on. You know, he, he's become a lightning rod for discontent over higher interest rates. Uh, he is, is, is a wonderful fair? human being. Is that fair in your view? Um, it's, it's never fair, um, but that doesn't uh, change the backdrop. He's a genuinely wonderful uh, human being. He's a stunning economist. Uh, he has fought very hard for Australia and Australians. Uh, could he have done uh, better? Absolutely. Don't, um, don't, don't you mean uh, he and his board? to follow his logic he and in his, his argument board, today. Uh, sure. He and his board could have done better, um, but so could all of us. Uh, COVID was an awful time. My biggest problem really is is that I don't think the Reserve Bank gets the importance of communicating with the wider public. That you know, Basically, they changed their mind uh, recently. They announced that last week. They need to discuss that sort of thing much better, much more deeply and much more publicly uh, than they have been doing. We're out of time. Chris Richardson is an independent economist. Thanks for your time, Chris. Many thanks. Stream any ABC radio station live and on the go. Discover new podcasts, music and audiobooks, all free on the ABC Listen app.